Morning, 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 yes. Good We're morning. back with another rider, another episode. Today we've got a guy all the way from Huddlesfield. I thought he was from Manchester. He's got a very, very happy smile. I'll tell you that, it's like he's constantly smiling. <laughs> and he's going to tell us about why he moved to London, what life was like in Huddlesfield for him, and just how he's been getting on. So nice to have you here today, Bob. Thank you, thank you. So yeah. tell, tell us, what made, what brought you down to London? Like most people, it was the, the career opportunities. So, as, as you said, I'm from Huddersfield, so a large town, not a city, not many opportunities. I'd graduated from university, and you know, there's a proliferation of jobs down south, so that was primarily the reason. And also, from my perspective, I come from a small town, you don't meet that many people from different walks of life. So, London, you get a bit of everything from everybody. And that's why you're smiling because you don't know <laughs> here in London you don't smile. No, so what was life like in Huddersfield for you? It's it's quiet, there's there's not much going on. You know, I, I live in an area where it's there's plenty of elderly folks, so not really much activity in terms of a nightlife and social life. There's you know, your, your standard bars and pubs but nothing to the extent of London. There's not you know, amazing infrastructure, places to go, events, social activities. So pretty quiet and mundane for somebody who wants to do a bit more with their life. So everybody knew every, knows everybody? Pretty much. Oh, one of those environments. Huh? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So what kind of person were you when you were at school? Uh, to be honest, pretty, pretty quiet. I was the kid who was always at the front of class, ne never said a bad word, never did anything wrong pretty diligent with my studies, kind of brought up from, from an early age to be like that from my mother. So yeah, really quiet, academically good, uh, didn't do many sports and then, yeah. You look quite athletic though. Well, yeah, I was, I was a, one of those fat kids growing up, so, you know, you, you <laughs> Was uh, you a mummy's boy? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Dad, dad's not really in the picture much, so okay. mummy's boy through and through, but she's a, she's a very powerful woman, so she brings the feminine and the masculine traits. Okay. You got lots of siblings? Got one sister, she just turned 21 a few days back. And is she coming down here? She actually is, yeah. She's got a very lucrative job offer, so okay. she'll be down soon. So what did you study at uni? I studied economics, so. Ah, so you're a banker? Well, this is, the, this is the question that I always had in my head. Do I want to be a banker or do I want to be something else? So, I thought about being a banker, but speaking to people, it's, the lifestyle is suited to me. I like to, I'm ambitious, but I don't want to sell my soul to a company. We so, could, so, what do you do now then? So, I work in finance. I, I, I won't go into my actual career because it's a bit, it's one of those that you don't really want to advertise it too much, but I've, I've worked in finance all, all my life pretty much. So okay, so you are a banker then? No, no, I, was, I wasn't a banker. I worked in a different types of finance. So I worked finance for a particular company um, oh. and I've stayed with that company for five plus years now. So internal accounting, for example. So I'm, I'm a qualified accountant. Inland revenue? No, <laughs> they don't pay enough. Okay. They don't pay enough. You're At least you know what you're motivated by. Well, it's, it's a different, it's difference, right? So I told you that my dad wasn't much in the picture, bullied when you're younger. So I think being a young, young kid, especially a person, you know, of colour, you want to validate your sense of self-worth and mm -hmm. feel like you, you mean something to the world. So that's part of the ambition to be the best to, to justify how, why I'm here. How did you deal with racism then, growing up? I dealt with it head on. You just get into a scrap. 
Well, it was a mix because when when the first when the first time I was called something derogatory, I didn't I'd never been called it before, so you don't know what to do. So your first reaction is to just hit somebody. But then as you as you grow older, you just realise there's you you don't solve anything with violence. So I just turn the other cheek most days. Okay, but, that's yeah. interesting. But one. it's different now. That the, the the racism you, you experience now at my age is more subtle and it's more hidden away and it's hard to see and easy to misinterpret. Mm, or you wake up next day and you realise you, you was insulted yesterday or last week, kind of thing. But you know, you could be at a bar or a pub and then wonder why everyone's been served before you. As an example, you've been stood there for 10 to 15 minutes, stuff like that. But Do you get that in London? More so the outskirts of London where the area's a bit more... The, the cultural ethnicity isn't, isn't quite there, the cultural diversity isn't quite there. Less so in London, but there have been some nightclubs that do look at you differently, for sure, in central London. Is that the security? Security, for sure, yeah. But the security uh, scenes have changed now, because it yeah. used to be all black people, and now it's yeah. all Eastern Europeans. Yeah. So their take on things is going to be more from their cultural upbringing. Yeah. If you see what I mean, so, yeah. But it's an interesting one. What has life been, what was the first culture shock for you when you came to live in London? Nobody ever stops. <laughs> I, I remember being on a, on a train station platform and there was a short gap to get past me because there was just a line of people and this woman just ran straight past and just barged everybody out of the way. And that's when I realised that everyone's so work oriented that their life, their life is work and it's just getting from A to B non-stop. No one, stops to say hi, good morning, good evening, how are you? Nothing like that. So you you mentioned I smile, yeah, I've I, I smiled all my life every time I walk down the street and I just feel like I used to say hi to people, but you don't get that anymore down here, anyway. I don't think we ever had that. In London, you know, I, I very rarely get anybody greeting me as I walk past them. And if I greet them, I'll have most people just ignore me, but it doesn't stop me being who I am. I'm always gonna be friendly. But that's an interesting one. So I have this conversation with people many a time from up north. Yeah. It is, you do your ways up there and we yeah. do our ways. Yeah. Because if you tell me hello on the street, I don't know you, I say, I ain't got no money for you. Yeah. I ain't giving you nothing. That's my first impression. What do you want? Do you see what I mean? It's a bit sad though, isn't it? That you everybody always expects something from somebody. Should Why be would like you that. say hello then? Just to be nice, just to meet somebody. Like you know, you don't know what people's stories are, what walks of life people come from. It's just, it's a friendly thing to walk past somebody and be nice. But then, uh, being a devil's advocate, there's too many people to be saying hello to. Do you just, see what I mean? You've got to work those vocal cards, then, don't you? No, but if you think about it, yeah, yeah if you add the five biggest cities, barring London, together, it come they come up to half of London's population. Yeah. So, for you to say, someone to say, we should say hello, morning to everybody, it'd be ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not saying it's prescriptive as you say hello to everybody, but if you walk past somebody or, here's a prime example, right? If you're going through a doorway and you see somebody coming the other way, my natural inclination is to open that door, let them go through, and then for that person to say thank you. Here, if you open the door, they'll walk straight past without even looking at you. That there's nothing. That's nothing to do with how many people there are in London versus the rest of England. That's also to do with manners and politeness. Okay, I hear you saying. But then also you could be, think about time and money, because 
you got a lot more taxes, a lot more things going on. So if my head's in, I've got this bills, I've got to pick up the kids, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, then you may not even realise someone's holding a door for you. You're just thinking, oh, there's a gap, I'm gone. But do you not think that's that's the issue we've got right now? Everyone's so fixated on that and they're, they're ignoring the human element of living. Yeah, Probably but, why we've got a massive mental health crisis because but, everyone's so fixated on making a living and everything else. If we were just a bit nicer to each other, then maybe things would be different. And that might be a, a romanticised view of the world, but you know, studies show if you smile more, if you say, if you call somebody by the name, it does elicit more happiness in people and dopamines, etc. So. You know, we're always looking at the big picture for what, for why we're unhappy. Mm-hmm. If we're a bit nice to each other, maybe that'll go a much longer way. Because I, I remember negative reactions from people, and I'm sure people have all thought everyone's got a story to tell about a, a negative interaction they've had and how it's made them feel. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hear you. I suppose the question is: Is a mental health issue nationwide or London-wide? It's definitely, it's definitely uh, nationwide. But okay, so I, I would definitely say London from my own anecdotal experiences with talking to people it's it's a lot worse when I speak to my friends from back home and up north at the university I went to versus down here this it's night and day the, the people are different do you regret moving to London no no it's character building and as I said I'm <laughs> not, yeah. it's like it's a boxer it's character building yeah, yeah I'm ready to get in with the back in and get back out it's true though it's you you get to meet so many different people you get to to learn more about yourself as well some people like you're challenging me right now my thoughts is mm. the way you grow is to be challenged so yeah that's true it's the de- development of oneself mm. would you would you raise children here assuming you haven't got children it's a very good question i don't know i it's something i think about all the time uh, but you got a partner i've got a partner yeah. so she is she from london she's from near london she calls herself a Londoner, I don't quite call her a Londoner. <laughs> Where's she from? Uh, I, I wouldn't say, she wouldn't want me to don't say. Don't tell me say Watford. No, no. <laughs> don't be silly. <laughs> okay. I know the people on the outskirts always like to, like to claim the London, London yeah. flag, but they're not. Because I'm in a London. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah. When I say London, I mean in a London. If you, people, people tell me about Croydon, I say, ah, it's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm interested in you, aren't it? So, but that's just because I'm born and bred in London, in that respect. <laughs> if you can leave the world with any gift from your life experience, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. That's a difficult one to uh, to answer. I've got I, one for you. I, w- go on. I mean, I would say, look, when life pushes you and you feel that there's too many things going on and you're overly stressed, a random act of kindness can go a long way to make you feel better about yourself and mm. repositioning what matters to you. Because at the end of the day, you know, forget about the money, the, the work, etc. That, that, that stuff comes, but your family, your loved ones and your own sanity is what matters more than anything. And I think doing a random act of kindness really helps reposition your mind. You seen Game of Thrones? Yeah. Lannisters are Londoners, Starks are Northerners. Yeah, maybe. You said maybe. <laughs> that, no, that last statement was just, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, Family yeah. is ever thinking. We all say, you're speaking to a Lannister here. <laughs> we know, buddy, yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, thanks a lot for that and we no. wish you well. Thank you. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.